What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Verde, author of Content Marketing Secrets here. In this episode, we are going to talk about the travel bucket list. How do we go out there and go to all the different places we want to go? Because we only have one shot to do the stuff we want to do in our lifetimes and travel for a lot of people. You got a few places that you want to go to at some point. So we'll talk about how to tick off the items on your travel bucket list. We're joined today by a guest who has had her own business as a group retreat planner and facilitator. As a travel advisor, she put all of her best skills into use to find her clients unique vacations with lots of VIP treatment, special offers, and upgrades they can't get on their own. Her book, Your Travel Bucket List, is the ultimate guide to enrich your life with great adventures and unforgettable memories. Our guest who joins us is none other than Esti Gabay. Esti, welcome to the show. Wow, Mark, that was quite an energetic opening. I'm really excited to be here. You're going to match my energy today. Etsy, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And that travel bucket list, we have so many ideas for it. What is your suggestion for making an appropriate size list? Like, do you think people should just list off everything? Is there a mix of like, we got to cut out some places because of time constraints? What are your thoughts on that? First of all, let me just tell your audience that now is the absolute best time to write your travel bucket list. Okay. Whether, you know, you're listening to this, you know, live during COVID (laughs) or two years from now, if you still haven't done it, now is the right time. But right now, you know, we've been in a position in the U.S. that and the whole country, we haven't traveled for almost a year. We're all, you know, dying to get away. We all have wanderlust to go somewhere, right? Maybe we're home with our families, extended family, other people, and we're running out of stuff to talk about at dinner. So take the time now when you have it to really do a deep dive into why you want to travel and what you want your future travel to look like. Now, a little secret, you can travel now. The CDC doesn't want you to because they don't want you to spread the virus, but there are good places to go that are better than others and there are ways to do it safely. I'll just, that's the last time I'll talk about that. But planning that bucket list could be anything you want, right? But the way that I like to do it with my clients, and remember, I come from a self-development background, and I also come from, you know, being an actual travel agent, right? So I've combined these two together. And for me, like I said earlier, it's about really finding out what you want out of those trips. So forget the list of destinations right now. Put that aside. Don't do that. And just have the discussion and really do, you know, do a little bit of reflection first about what you want to have out of your experiences. Mm. And SD brings up a lot of great points. Just having that list in front of you makes it easier for you to check off all the items because you don't want to be someone who does the travel bucket list at a very late time. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it's better to do it now than never. Um, but well, now, the- if you want to climb Mount Everest, you better do it now. Don't wait. <laughs> Too long, you know, until you get any older. <laughs> Save the the uh, you know bird watching experiences mm-hmm. for later. <laughs> yeah. And I do want to go into that because I was going to talk about you know how we prioritize because Mount Everest it's something you definitely want to do when you're younger if that is a thing on your radar. 
uh, how, what are some of the ways we can prioritize? Because some people may feel like they're overwhelming themselves. Maybe they want to visit like 20 different places. How do we figure out what we do now versus what we do later? Well, exactly. See, now you said places again, and I'm going to say again, forget the places for a minute. Think about what you want out of those trips. Then after you figure that out, then you can find the best places that do those things. Mm. For instance, if you um, love to scuba dive, but you haven't done a lot of scuba diving yet, and you want to become like a master diver, and you really love like marine mammals, and you want to get like with big marine mammals in the ocean, well, that's something that you can go to different places for. It may not be the places on your list that look cool on Instagram. Mm. It'll be the places that have, you know, the whale sharks, and the manta rays <laughs> and things like that that you want to experience. So first think about what it is. Maybe you love cycling, you know, and that's something that you want to get better at and you want to see the world from, you know, a bicycle. So how about planning trips that have the best views and the best cycling paths? You know, that could be totally different than where you want to go. Like, I'm, I'm looking at your background right now and I see the Eiffel Tower. So that's a place. Now, a lot of us like architecture, right? We like uh, what's called World uh, UNESCO World Heritage Sites, which are basically places that have been deemed like extra special, right? That's the kind of, I love doing that. So if that's why you love the Eiffel Tower, or maybe it's because you love the French language or love French literature. Sure, you know, France might be a, a good place for you to go, Paris, or maybe even you wanna learn French, you know, in Switzerland, right across the border, because you also like to ski and there's other interests that you have that you can find in Switzerland instead of maybe in Paris. And I really like the focus uh, because I was talking about places as SD corrected me. We got to think more about the experiences. Like mm -hmm. my big thing for travels, I'm a marathoner. So it's interesting you mentioned oh, the cycling. Yeah. So like anytime I think about travel, I'm always looking at, is there a marathon that I can center it around? Like that's like the whole idea for my personal travel, unless there's like a speaking gig because then I travel for that as well. But nice. I do love the focus on the experiences. Now mm -hmm. we can have an idea of like what type of experience we want, but then how do we get the best out of that experience? Like you mentioned the scuba diving earlier and there are a bunch of different places you can go for that, but how do we find some of the more optimal locations based on what types of experiences we want to have, especially with, again, as you mentioned, the Instagram, like we're not finding it like there all the time. Sometimes we got to think outside the box what we're looking for. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, like you, you being a runner is a perfect example. So what level of a runner are you now? If you're a marathon runner, you're looking for, you know, the places that have marathons or maybe just a really long path <laughs> yeah, that's strikingly beautiful, right? So you got to kind of think about that. The other thing you want to think about is when you want to do these trips. So one of the things I tell people a lot, and especially my clients that are you know, younger, is that try to figure out now when you're gonna have some milestones in your life. Like there's the obvious one, your wedding has a honeymoon attached to it, 
um, maybe there's something called a baby moon. So before you have a baby, when your wife's like five months pregnant, you might want to go on another trip, right? Certain anniversaries, graduation from college, graduation from med school, um, a big birthday with a zero at the end of it. These are all fantastic times to travel because the other thing that you want out of your travel, aside from getting like an experience and learning something new, is creating those phenomenal memories, right? So when you attach that experience to a date that's important to you, that it just solidifies that memory, you know, and then take some good pictures too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you want to kind of figure out in your life when are the best times for you to travel. When will you have the biggest breaks? If you only have a few weeks um, of vacation a year with where you work, you want to schedule the bigger trips during that time, the ones that are further away. You might want to patch two, two trips together because you could fly, like let's say you go to Paris and then from Paris, like I said, you go to like Switzerland because it's close, you know, something like that. So you can batch them together and save on airfare and save on travel time. So those are a couple of good tips for you. And I love the attaching it to a milestone because we remember the milestones, but if we combine it with something very special to us, especially if we surround ourselves with people who are special to us during that whole experience, that's how we make it a lot more memorable. Now yeah. with the travel bucket list, there are so many different directions we could go. And I love how we've distinguished between thinking about places versus thinking about experiences, but what would you say are some of the other mistakes people make when they do decide to set their travel bucket lists? Yeah, so I think that um, most people don't mix it up. You know, I think that, you know, if you want to kind of think long term, like let's do a 10 year plan, okay? And in that 10 years, you're going to grow 10 years older. If you have children, they're going to be 10 years older. You will hopefully have more money then than you have now. <laughs> you will have succeeded in certain goals by that point, right? So you may want to map out your trip plan in such a way where you include things at different times over those next 10 years. So for instance, let's say you love animals and you're very into like animal conservation, you know, conservation sanctuaries, things like that. Okay. Well, obviously, you know, an African safari should be on your list, right? It's an awesome experience, but you can't plan an African safari now for your next break. African safaris take like two years to plan. You got to get like certain you know, registration to see certain animals and things like that. You want to know what sanctuaries to go to and set up, you know, um, volunteers, you know, activities and things like that. So you want at least two years to plan something like that type of trip. So where does that go in your calendar? Maybe a little bit later on, right? Like I said, um, you may not yet be a cruiser, right? <laughs> but cruising has become a very new, well, okay, forget this year because it's got completely shut down, but, but it will come back when it comes back. It's becoming new and young and fresh. Like um, Virgin Atlantic has Virgin Voyages that were, was just about to come out with really trendy ships and cool ships. And it's basically a party, you know, in the Caribbean. So where does that fit in? And maybe that's after, like if you're an attorney, um, a tax attorney or a CPA, Maybe you want to plan that party trip or that really, really relaxing trip right after tax season, <laughs> you know, when you really need a break. So that, so I think a lot of people make the mistake and, and, you know, my husband and I used to do that too, is that we would wait until we're dying to get away 
and then just go, where can we go? Like, where can we go right now? Like, what is there a sale going on right now? What's, what's the easiest place to go to? Oh, Cabo's close. We'll just go there again. You know, and then next thing you know, you've been to Cabo 10 times, you know, and you can't remember one trip from the next. They're all blended in together. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but if you're trying to create memories, you want to have different experiences spread out over the next 10 years, right? If you have kids, you want to, to make those experiences kind of match what they're capable of doing. So I usually tell my clients that around the age eight, depending on your kids, you can start to, you know, add some soft adventure activities, you know, like um, tubing down a river or zip lining or you know, those kind of things. And then later, as they get bigger and older, you can do the museum tours when they have more of an attention span, or you can do a bigger hike when they're, you know, teenagers, that type of thing. So yeah, it does, it does really make sense to plan it out over the next 10 years. Um, and, and of course, you know, try to, if you have something you want to do next year, now's the time to book it, because now there are lots of great sales going on. There's also a lot of, like, relaxation on the like refund policies and the cancellation policies so for instance going back to cruising if you book a cruise right now for our next year or the summer or something and it gets canceled because of covid most likely not everybody's doing this but most of the vendors are offering 125 percent credit mm. to book the, the net later but where else can you get that kind of return on an investment yeah. right so it's something to consider. <laughs> Maybe do the cruise this year. <laughs> I mean, it's good to know how certain parts of the systems work, like with the cruises, as Esty mentioned earlier, but also a 10-year plan. That is such a great approach mm -hmm. because it puts life into perspective. It puts into perspective how long it takes to do a bucket list because you see 20 different items on your bucket list. You're like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> and then you set 10 years, you plan out, and then your bucket list is going to look very different uh, within the following 10 years. And then you just build on from there. Esti, I know you have a book that helps people with this entire process, your travel bucket list. Uh, we will throw that in the show notes. Definitely make sure you all grab a copy of Esti's book. Do you have any other places you want us to go so we can keep following all the great work you're doing? Yeah, actually, my website has a ton of fun stuff on it. It has um, video blogs of some of my trips or my, and my clients' trips on there. And it has a bunch of freebies, too, that kind of come along with the book, like free trip planning guides, free worksheets to plan your bucket list, lots of cool stuff. There's even like an online app to plan your next trip, which is really cool, kind of like we said, based on the experiences. And you can log in on that and do it with your travel partners and all kind of get excited about it together. Uh, one of the things that um, really is exciting about planning a trip now is you have time to enjoy the anticipation of it right <laughs> right you may not be going right now but you know god damn it when this COVID you know thing is done I am off to Bali and I'm gonna have the best time I know I'm going right you don't have to book it necessarily but you know like you guys all write goals write it down and make it a goal so I have those types of goal sheets on my website as well and you can find that I'm sure you'll have it in the show notes but it's luxurist travel.com so that's l-u-x-u-r-i-s-t travel.com 
And I do suggest you get the book. It's an easy book. It's a quick read. It's got great pictures. It's got lots of lists of things that you can do and where you can do them. Um, but do, but now's the best time. Like I said, you're going to be traveling right now. So take that time to enjoy thinking ahead and making that list like you do with all your other goals in your life. We will have all those links in the show notes. Make sure you guys check it out. And make sure you write your goals as well. Write down the travel bucket list so it's all right in front of you. Esty, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Great talking to you.